Grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. That brother's name is Brother Brandon Berg. What's up, man? How you doing, bro? Good to hear from you. What's up, saints and sinners? Welcome back to the Brotherhood. Thanks for tuning in. That brother's name is Vincent Mary Carrasco. That's right. And we're here with the Brotherhood, two ordinary conversations with two ordinary Capuchin Franciscan friars. And uh, it's, it's great, man. It's great. We're in the month of February. I mean, no, we're not, bro. We in March. Oh, it's March second. You know it's how could I forget? Already, dog. You know what? Shout out to my mom too. I forgot. It's, today's her birthday, oh, March second. So I love you, mom. Shout out to mama. Yes. I wouldn't be here without you. Suzanne Carrasco. I love you, mama. Shout out. We had her on a couple couple weeks. Well, last year, right? We had her on the episode. That was fun. We gotta have you back, mama. Her and uh, Rudy both. It was great, Suzanne. Yes. <laughs> That's right, Susie Q. <laughs> so, to our wonderful listeners, Brother Vinny and I are in different places. We're in different places. I'm in Denver, Colorado. Brother Vinny's in San Antonio, Texas. So, with the mad- magic of technology, we're able to see and hear each other and produce a podcast. So, thanks for tuning in. Wherever you're at today, we hope uh, you're being blessed and living in the Lord. And living in the Lord, Jesus yeah so we had a little difficulty once we were getting started and the audio was not matching up and we have three different programs open trying to get the audio (laughs) paired up and then i think i left my i don't know something happened but the devil decided to come in and just that's right (laughs) but then we we spoke the name of the lord and his mother and he fled and now we're working that's right so yes. I mean we said a Hail Mary and then like he zipped. So Yeah. But yeah. So brother Vinny, I heard you were at a men's conference this weekend. How'd that go? Yeah, man, it was really cool. So I was up I was down here doing uh helping out with the men's conference. They do an annual men's conference for the Diocese of mm-hmm. San Antonio. Um really, really cool, you know. Um they had about I think it was like maybe 150 men show up. Um, yeah, good. and they had moments of prayer. They had music. We had some keynote speakers. Uh, one of them was Father Stephen Gadbury from Little Rock, Arkansas. He think I think he was doing that uh, American Ninja, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, but really cool, man. Really good talks. Everybody got pretty, you know, everybody I talked to seemed to be pretty pumped inspired and fired up and flamed um you know awesome yeah so were you helping out with music or what did you do i was helping out well it was cool it was nice because they were like uh do you want to volunteer you know just be around hang out and just talk and and i was like yeah sure i'd be great you know just to be there for our presence (laughs) and see you know um but i ended up taking pictures Cause they put me down on the list oh. to, to, you know, they needed a photographer, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll take pictures. I got my camera." 
You know, the nice. one that we use, um, the one Joseph Mary, uh-huh. shout out to Joseph Mary. He gave us a cool camera. So, um, yeah, yeah, I took that and took some nice pics, man. Like Archbishop was there okay. and, but yeah, sure. So it was nice. I met a lot of great people. Like it, it's funny. Cause like you go to the men's conference and you know, you're at a men's conference. Remember you come back home with like six business cards. Cause like all the guys are like sharing info, like contacts, you know what I mean? It's fun. I didn't even know business cards still were a thing, you know? Yeah. But it's, it was cool. So I came back home, had all these business cards, you know, like they call it, they call it networking. Yeah. The name has changed, but it's still the same thing. right? Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, (laughs) yeah. You gotta promote the business, you know? That's right. And we got to stick together, you know, as men and as Catholics and, um, you know, there's a lot of, businesses in the world that aren't so good and are out to harm people oh, yeah. but yeah we can um make our own little uh, help each other to grow and flourish with yeah catholic businesses and supporting good men and it's awesome yeah that's true man that's true and that was one of the things yeah. i i found to be uh pretty fruitful you know because like we we come to this space we get together you know as catholic men and for many of us, it's like we're sharing the same struggle, like sharing the same crosses, you know, um, yeah. you know, and and to have a place, space, time to do that as a community, you know, Catholic men who are, you know, seeking Jesus Christ, like to do that all together, it, it was meaningful. You could tell, like, you just everybody's on the same page of like, uh, yeah you know seeking christ it was cool it was cool to just be there so awesome yeah man yeah a lot of good support yeah so the big events up here was uh we did our first event at the parish uh-huh. with this uh communio process oh I don't... so they communio is like a program that helps us advertise through facebook and they support us with different um i don't know they yeah help us advertise basically but uh, then there's a director who works with us about how to run events and how to advertise them mm-hmm. and uh we did a trivia night oh and uh it was fun yeah this uh shout out to uh rachel rachel tishkoff and maria maria chavez they were like the two uh main coordinators but uh maria helped get the, the donations and the food and then uh, rachel made all the questions for the trivia night and uh, yeah, we had fun. Uh, we had prizes for the winners, first, second, and third place. And we got about 25, 30 people signed up for it. Um, and even uh, if you ever been to, up here to Annunciation, you know uh, Chef Ron? Oh, like yeah. That African-American guy yeah, that Chef makes uh, the food for our events. So <laughs> he had a great time. He was like, I loved it. When are we going to do it again, Father Brandon? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> so I considered that a success. And then, uh, yeah, it was just really great to get kind of a new group of people involved in uh, running events at the parish. And we had a good time, a lot of laughs. And I think some people learned a few things too with the trivia. I hope so. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. <laughs> Personally, uh, this last week, my big experience was uh, I got to hear confessions at the priest's meeting so they have the presbyterate meeting like for the whole archdiocese of denver and they have uh they have a time of like a penance service where they read the gospel then someone gives a homily and then there's time for confessions and they try and get the priests that don't specifically belong to the archdiocese to hear the confessions 
So I was one of them. <laughs> Dang. And uh, yeah, That's really I guess nice. about eight, about eight or nine different priests uh, came. They had four different confessors going. So uh, yeah, it was a really powerful experience. Um, yeah. Now I've heard uh, nuns' confessions and priests' confessions and lay people's confessions. So I figure I'm ready to die. So you ready? To, it you all. heard it all, yeah. right? You heard it all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was really blessed uh, to help out the archdiocese in that manner. So, uh, wow. yeah, those have kind of been the two big things going on up here in, in the Colorado Franciscan world. Oh, and we just had a come and see weekend. Yeah, I was going to ask, how'd that in, go? How'd uh, that go? Colorado Springs. Yeah, I met about four or five of the guys. Uh, I didn't get to go down there because it was like an hour and a half away from Denver. Uh-huh. I was busy on Saturday. But, um, yeah, I heard really good things about it. Um, they tried to have it at a place closer to Denver, but it's in the foothills, and they got so much snow that like you can't even make it to the place. Yeah. So they had to like uh, they had to like pivot at the last minute, find a different place. So yeah, I heard something. The Lord I heard something went down because I I think uh, brother Alex uh, when he sent me a message, he was like, "Where did you do your vows retreat? Because we got to find another place." And oh uh, yeah, yeah. So it looked like they found a great place to go. So. Right. Yeah, it seemed like it worked out all right. I think it didn't have like the best kitchen, but yeah, definitely for like a last minute thing, it was perfect. So that's cool. Yeah, and that's the thing, man. Yeah, like, so just like with all these, you know, I'm starting to see a thread of like, you know, we had the conference, the men's conference, and we had like opportunity for vocations to flourish within the province, you know, like our mm. come and see, you know, and like just. I don't know, just like the year being St. Joseph, you know, like the guardian mm. chastity, you know, terror of demons. It's like, I feel like all this is, you know, I feel like leading us to maybe God's calling us. I feel like to really promote the lives of courageous men, virtuous men in the in the life of the church, you know. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. We gotta pray for each other. Amen. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, that's a good segue, I think, into our topic because uh, you know that's basically one of the ways to look at Lent. You know, it's this outpouring of grace uh, to help us convert and to help us grow closer to the Lord and listen more carefully to the Lord so we can follow His call for us. But um, yeah, yeah, you know, Lent is six weeks, seven weeks, depending on how you look at it, and uh, that can be a long time. I think it's kind of like New Year's, you know, where we make this resolution, like I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and maybe we're good for two weeks or three weeks. That's exactly and what then, uh, you know, we, <laughs> we can fall off pretty soon. So, um, yeah, let's talk about Lent, and let's talk about ways to yeah. uh, stay motivated throughout Lent. That's right. So the reason we, yeah, Brandon, you highlighted it. So we were talking, you know, at the beginning, of what are we going to go through? What are we going to, what's the, what's the topic for the day? And uh, that's really one of the things that's unique to the podcast is like we really don't have like a a way of figuring out the topic. Like there's usually it's more of like, all right, what are we experiencing? How is God moving us? You know, how has God been working in our lives this past couple of weeks? And then Mm -hmm. we use that to sort of uh, launch into a topic. But uh, for us, it's been, yeah, just, you know, what you were talking about, Lent, um, you know, maybe this is the time, you know, where our penances, our sacrifices start to get watered down in a sense, you know, and like, 
what what can we do? What can we do to stay motivated? What can we do to stay in the fight and um you know, on fire? What can we do? What are those things? So, but yeah, we had a couple things. Um you know, I was doing I was telling I was, we I was telling you Brandon, I was doing my RCIA classes um mm. on Sunday or this year for the Ablay school mm. and uh I was talking with some of the candidates, some of the catechumens, and they had some really, really interesting, you know, uh, points, some tips, you know, because I was asking them, what do y'all think is necessary? Like, what do you think has to happen during Lent, you know, to, like, help us on that journey of Lent, those days of Lent and fasting, okay. like, what what has to happen? And they they had some good points, you know, and so that's what we want to talk about today, go through those. Because I think it can be, uh, we think it can be very helpful for, for you all, our listeners. So, absolutely, absolutely. So one of those things. Yeah, it's great. I think that uh, that time when people are in RCIA, you know, it's a very, uh, it's kind of like the time of discernment before joining a religious order. Yeah. Like it's a very intentional time where you're like asking questions and you're praying. And you're like, you know, crying out to God for direction and answers. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, people that are in uh, going through that experience, yeah, can really be uh, uh, can really be clued in to to a lot of spiritual truths that we all need. So, mm -hmm. enlighten us with their comments, brother Vinny. That's right. So, yeah, one of the one of the so we had a couple things, but one of the things that I think stood out to me was uh, we were talking about, um, you know, giving things up, you know, and that sacrifice of, you know, emptying yourself of like, you know, fasting and um, how, you know, it's not just about giving up candy or giving up what's easy or, you know, like, because usually every year it's like, I know a few, you know, people good catholics too you know and they're like oh yeah i'll just give up coke or i'll give up candy like you know something that's very i mean it's that's good you know it's good to give up but lint's more than mm -hmm. that you know lint's more than just giving up candy giving up chocolate you know um right. and it's really about and this is what he said you know this is it's about uh we have to remember the reasons why you know, like, why, why am I giving that up in the first place? Like, uh, you know, and especially now at this time where it can be, uh, watered down, you know, where, you know, we started off strong and then maybe we're tired or whatever. And those lengths and sacrifices start to become, you know, we put them in the back, you know. But he mm -hmm. said, yeah, it's mm -hmm. important to remember why, like, you know, whenever you start to forget about giving those things up, like, remember why you did it in the first place, you know? Cool. So that that one really stood out to me. I didn't really think of that as a way of motivating myself to, you know, be, to start again, you know, like once you fall. So I like that. Right. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's a good insight. Yeah. And then some of the other ones, and as you mentioned, they're kind of all connected, you know, um, but that the idea of um, listening 
like paying attention uh and i think of you know at the beginning of lent whenever we hear in scripture that jesus is led into the desert you know led into the desert by the spirit and i think of that that desert experience during lent you know where it's often very quiet you know very you have to pay attention you know you got to pay attention where you're where you're going where you're walking paying attention to the surroundings the workings of god you know and this person whenever you know i asked the question she said that um you know she's she she wanted to just be obedient uh and she used that word obedient you know just just obedient to god um and she was using it in the context cuz she's a married person she had a few kids you know but she was using obedience in the context of her marriage you know like being um you know paying attention uh listening to her her kids whenever they need something like being obedient to the demands that they might have um mm-hmm. you know um paying attention to maybe her spouse you know um okay and like she was using it in that context like just a really beautiful way of like uh you know paying attention to god paying attention to her family you know and the things that they need you know and how that really inspired her uh during her lenten journey you know even as a non-catholic which was really really neat to hear you know mm-hmm. but yeah so i really like that cool yeah that's uh those are good insights yeah especially from it's cool that uh when people join the church you know they're kind of seeing things with fresh eyes for the first time yeah. so they can really help us uh yeah maybe maybe you know it's sort of like we can grow tired uh in a lent you know we can also kind of grow uh complacent with our faith because you know 10 years 20 years 30 years 60 years whatever of like doing the same things is really helpful to mm-hmm. uh yeah, to see that experience, uh, how people experience it, you know, with fresh eyes, maybe for the first time. Uh, yes, yeah, early on there and their conversion. Right. Yeah, I think so. I wanted to ask uh, maybe myself, maybe you, maybe our listeners, I think of those three kind of points that you brought up there, um, you know, thinking about a fasting or thinking about you know, taking something extra on, like, you know, maybe we promised God that we're going to read the Bible every day, or maybe we promised Mother Mary that we're going to uh, pray the rosary, or you know, maybe we're, a lot of people are going through their devotion, uh, consecration to St. Joseph, so maybe we promised to, you know, pray the litany of St. Joseph every day. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, or maybe it is, you know, maybe, maybe, um, you know, maybe we love peanut butter toast and we're, we told the Lord that we're going to give up peanut butter, you know, whatever it is. So, but like, you know, but then to remember why that we're doing this. Um, and I guess the question is like, you, you put that forth as a good help. Like if we're struggling in Lent, you know, if we promise the Lord, we're going to, you know, read the Bible 30 minutes and we're not going to drink Coke, you know, then when we are tempted to not read the Bible or to drink Coke, you know, but remember why. So, uh, mm-hmm. but like, you didn't really go into what the why is. Okay. 
So I don't know. I don't know if the person that you got this from gave the why, or if you would give the why, um, or what I would say. But yeah, what uh, what would you say about that? Yeah, yeah. So well, reasons like well, if I'm giving up, um, for example, um, I'm giving up. You know, one of the, they asked me. You know, one of the candidates asked me. They're like, "What are you giving up, yeah, yeah. brother Vinny?" And it's like that moment of like. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, you know, but it was it was a cool moment of like, all right, I'm just gonna like I'm gonna be transparent, you know. But um, uh-huh. I struggle a lot with um, like my language can get pretty bad, you know. And I'm getting, I'll be, you know, mm. I'll be honest. Um, and I and I think a lot of it has to like maybe the culture that I grew up in, or like maybe um, you know, friends or whatever, you know. But like. Uh, that's always been a struggle for me and uh, like I'll just be talking and you know I'll slip up or I'll say some things but like so during land you know and I've taken on different words like I would say um, other things to replace those words you know okay. um, and I think for me the good question to ask you know as I'm going through that journey of Lent, you know, as, as I mentioned, all right, why am I giving that up in the first place? And for me, the why is it has to do with, um, like, uh, who, who am I, who am I hurting? You know, like, who am I hurting? Like, why, why, why am I giving that? What's the intention? What's the motivation? You know, and for me, it's like, I have to like list reasons in my head you know, like, uh, wait a minute, like, I am, you know, giving reasons in my head, like, all right, I am greater than, than me, you know, like, I represent the order, I represent the church, you know, and, like, just Mm. giving reasons, uh, why, like, helping myself understand, you know, um, but, yeah, I think for me, and it could be anything, it doesn't have to be with just giving up, uh, you know those languages like I said but like um, yeah for me the why is it has to do with something greater than ourselves like you know there's a like okay. I'm gonna use a big word like there's a I guess eschatol- eschatological how do you say I don't know how to say but um, eschatological, eschatological yeah. sense of you know uh like there's something beyond what I'm doing here. There's something more than, uh, like when I give something up, it's it's beyond the bodily and it moves into it's like it's like a spiritual realm. And like re- whenever you think of this reasons why, I think remembering that is very important. You know, if that makes sense. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. like if I'm yeah, give, I mean like, when we use the very word basic, like if I'm giving up chocolate. You know, why am I giving up chocolate? Okay, like, I eat too much chocolate, number one. Like, it's bad for me, you know, like, uh, mm-hmm. very basic. Like, you know, and it has to do with self-control, you know. Um, and I think really allowing to, really allowing God to work in that, I think maybe is the end. I don't even know, yeah. That's cool. That's, no, it's good. I mean, that's what I, uh, you know, what I've always appreciated about you. And I think what people appreciate about you is you're like, you know, your transparency and, you know, I appreciate you admitting, you know, your, the faults that you're working on and, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think the I sort of asked that question because I'm not 100 percent sure like what my why would be either. I think it's a good question for all of us, uh, you know, for our listeners to take some time with and, mm-hmm. you know, for ourselves to to talk about. Um, I know for me, like um, if I want to fast, so if I want to skip a meal or just eat something very small and quick. Mm hmm. You know, the, the, the problem can be that I, oh, now I have more time for me. <laughs> now I can get more stuff done. Right. But for me, the point of fasting is to have more room for God. Right, right, right. So if I don't eat lunch, you know, I can take a half hour in prayer. I can pray midday prayer. I can pray a rosary. I can do meditation. I can go for a walk outside, you know, something other, something good, something uh, holy. I mean, not that eating food is unholy. But, uh, you know, something that's going to remind me more of God's presence in my life and to take that time and be intentional with it. Um, right. Because it, you know, for me, it takes a I'm not, you know, I'm not a chef, but I'm a good cook and I like to chop stuff up and I like to reheat the things that I like and I like to get the dishes dirty and clean them. And it can take me like, you know, 45 minutes or an hour uh-huh. just to kind of eat a regular meal on my own time. But if I can let that go. <laughs> and make space for God. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, most of my fasting is about making space for God. Right. So it's like, you know, why would I get rid of some social media apps? Right. So it's, I have more time. Right. I can be more intentional about prayer. I can be more intentional about spending time with God. Right. Um, yeah. So that, that's, that's a, that's a big why for me that, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's pretty easy to get lost in that. Um, and I think you also talked about the, uh, like, uh, self-control. So I think for, uh, you know, I can be pretty, uh, I can just work at the speed of me. Like every time I'm hungry, I get a snack or every time I think about social media, I check Facebook or every time I, you know, whatever it is, but, um, you know, Christ tell calls us to deny ourselves, to take up our cross and follow him. Yeah. Um, I think, that like ultimately that's my why but oftentimes i forget it and just be like oh you know i can't eat meat it's friday or i can't eat meat it's wednesday and uh yeah to be more intentional about uniting those sacrifices to the lord and and for the good of the whole body of christ for so, sure yeah and i think that's what i was that's talking. a very good yeah thanks man and um i mean shout out to the rc the, the candidate who mentioned because his, yeah. his name it was his name is brad uh, really good dude but um yeah yeah and like uh, you know that's what i was talking about whenever like when you think of uh verses like you give something the reason why it's like moving it like it's greater than ourselves like you were talking about fasting self-control you know like the reason why we fast the reason why we give things up is because like you know it's like it's 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 more than us like it's greater than ourselves you know like there's something greater than um you know greater than i don't even yeah it's hard to i'm trying to like just imagine how but um well i was thinking i lost my trade analogy i use but i lost (laughs) no i like i mean i i can maybe i can jump on the train but like the analogy i use is like the uh you know it's 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 when when we're when 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 we're not in a time of like prayer and fasting and almsgiving, like it's all about us, right? 
But then when we are intentional, we give something up, we remember why. For me, I often like, you like know, it the, goes Saint beyond. Paul gave us that image of, St. Paul gave us that image of the body of Christ, you know, and we're all connected through our baptism to Christ, the head. And like when Christ suffered and chose to suffer, like that brought saving grace to the world. Right. So when we like choose to give up something or choose to spend more time with God, I think it helps like God's grace pour out like on us, through us and to the world to uh-huh. um, to bring us closer, like to realize how close we are united to Christ. Yeah. No, yeah, I like, you that. like that. Yeah, I like that. Well, be- well, it's because there's I'm thinking of like there's a bodily aspect of like, you know, why we do what we do. You know, like there's a material part of it where it's like, you know, uh yeah, like there's uh, you know, maybe I I struggle with eating this too much or whatever and cussing or you know whether it's purity lust like i struggle with that on a very human level you know but at the same time the reason why we give it up is because like i feel like we we we're like responding to god like moving like upward upward like we're responding to god in the sense where we understand that we're called to much greater you know like we're called to much greater we're called to like um like be united with how you say like we're called to be united with god in a more complete way and therefore we give those things up that really keep us from being in union with god you know um and i think that to understand that is really a great gift and great grace from god the father you know uh to where we actually say like okay this lent I know this is a struggle for me. I know that this is where I, you know, I know that this is my cross. But at the same time, God is calling me to be, God is calling me out of myself. God is calling me out of that um, into a greater union with him. And therefore, I'm going to give this up, you know. And like to me, I think that's the, the, you know. But I like how you connect yeah. it with, with being, you know, that bodily ass, you know, the, being in union with the church, with God the Father, with in communion with each other. Like, we're a part of this, you know. Mm-hmm. Awesome. No, I like what you said, too, about um, um, yeah, you basically like summed up like the word repent, you know, something right. that keeps us from Christ keeps us from growing closer so we get rid of it so that we can uh complete uh, get closer in that union so yeah it's awesome yeah it's so, a, it's so a, far it's we've got the... it's a good topic so but yeah go ahead and recap what you got yeah yeah so far we got three uh three things that can help us uh if we're in a little linton slump uh, we've got uh, remaining in silence, uh, entering the desert, uh, listening. We've also got uh, obedience, obedience uh, to our family, to others, um, seeing, uh, trying to see what they really need and helping provide them. And then we've got uh, knowing why uh, we're repenting or why we're going into any period of fasting. So one, two, three, and I just wanted to bring up maybe a fourth and maybe a fifth. 
um, something that helps me uh, during my Lenten journey is to not be afraid to start over. Yeah, that's the key. That's a good um, one. Yeah, I think kind of like a like I said earlier about a New Year's resolution. You know, we can make a resolution, but then we miss a week where we don't exercise or where we don't pray the rosary, and then we think, oh well. You know, why should I start again? It's too late. You know, it's already February <laughs> or whatever. So I think we can, I know that can sit in on me even during Lent. Um, yeah, just, just not being afraid to start over, to look at the, the promises that we've made to God or the things that we know uh, will help us grow closer to God that, that we're thinking about doing and uh, not being afraid to, um, to start over if, if we have um, maybe not started out very strong. New Chepi, so, um, New Chepi. Yeah, New Chepi. Yeah, what does New Chepi mean? Remind me again. Begin again. Begin again. Begin again. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, yeah, so there was a couple uh, scriptures um, that I was thinking of real quick just to help us um, remember to, to, to begin again, to keep going. Um, so 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24 says, do you not know that all the runners in the stadium all run in the race, but only one run, only one wins the prize. Mm-hmm. Run so as to win. Sweet. So I'm sure you like that, being an athlete and a sports fan. You know, we're all yeah, we're cool. all playing this game of life, and uh, maybe maybe we're not running at top speed or in first place, but uh, keep going. Uh, run as to win. And uh, don't give up. Don't be afraid to start over. That's right. And then I found this verse in Second uh, Chronicles, uh, chapter fifteen, verse seven. It says, "But as for you, be strong and do not slack off, for there shall be a reward for what you do." So I don't really know the context of these words. I'm not exactly sure what's going on, but I think it's during a time of reform in Israel when God was calling his people um, to greater fidelity. And then he's just reminding them, um, you know, to stay close to the Lord, to follow the Lord's commandments. Um, And I think it's very apropos to our topic. Be strong and do not slack off for there shall be a reward for what you do. And if we have uh, grown weak, and if we have slacked off, then today is the day uh, to pick it back up again. Pick it back up again. That's right. Keep picking mm-hmm. back up again. Keep going. Yeah. That's a good thing to remember too, man. And I feel like whenever those things do happen, like whenever we fall short, whenever um, we we feel like we're not measuring up to the standard that we put on ourselves, you know, like it's easy for us to just get discouraged and feel like we're inadequate and not enough you know um that's certainly the voice that we hear of the evil one you know that uh you know you are not enough that you cannot do this um that you are not good you know and one of the things that's been a real big huge consolation for me is remembering um the uh well number remembering one that you know god has called you into a greater union with him and there you know that and and you and you are good you know and also a great um letter to the philippians that paul writes when he says you know remember 
the good that God has done to you, that remember the good that God has done in your life, you know, mm. remember that. And every, you know, he writes, uh, you know, everything that's good, everything that's pure, holy and true, like, remember that, you know, and yeah. that always has been a real great consolation for me. So, but there it is, ladies and gentlemen, some really great points, great advice. Um, I was telling, you know, when we were doing the RCIA meeting, I was like, these are good. I'm going to write these down. So I like jotted them down real quick. <laughs> they were all laughing. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, it, it was really good. So these are RCIA candidates, you know, and, um, and, uh, they're oftentimes a real good inspiration and real, real huge impact on even the, the Catholics that exist today, you know, so. But it's been mm -hmm, really cool. Mm -hmm. So that's great. Yeah, man. Yeah, let me drop one more. Yeah, drop one more, bro. Yep. So just another suggestion if we've grown slack in Lent is uh, you know, make it a point to go to confession. Amen. Uh, and then before going to confession, make it a point to examine your conscience and to really ask the Lord, uh, not just about the actions, the sinful things that you've done but about the deeper things, like the root causes of those. Is it fear? Uh, is it pride? Is it lust? Is it anger? Is it uh, that you don't believe you're a beloved child of God? Is it that you only want to appear holy? Is it that you don't love your friends and family? Whatever it is. And then uh, is it just the more uh, I'm going to confession myself and hearing the confessions of others, I'm really convinced that uh, – it's a real path uh, to holiness and an outpouring of God's grace. So, Amen. Dang. Look for uh, look for uh, look for a reconciliation service in your area, or call a local parish and make an appointment with a priest and get that soul cleaned. That's good, man. All right, I got one more. Yeah, thanks. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I got two more than. No. Uh, <laughs> Let me just keep going. We're already at 40 minutes. Let's just keep We might as well go to an hour, man. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. You got some shout outs, bro, Vinny? Yeah, Who's man. Well, first, first, uh, you know, inspirational uh, woman I think of. My mom. Happy birthday, mom. I love you. Um, I'll be home soon. I'll see you soon. Um, today's her birthday. So, all my listeners, please say a prayer for my mama. Uh, wish her a happy mm -hmm. birthday if you see her. Uh, give her that blessing. So, shout out to my mama. Also, uh, shout out to my my good friend, my college buddy Tim Fernandez. Uh, I was talking to him on the phone, so it's it's a great, great pleasure, great grace, great friendship that we've had over the years. Uh, and he he's he's got a business now actually that he's running. It's actually called Nuke Chepi that he he named his business. So uh, really cool. great grace. So shout out to you, bro. Awesome. I got a shout out for the V Hills, uh, Ron and Jeanette V Hill parish parishioners here at Annunciation in Denver. And uh, I guess it was about a month or two ago now, I preached a little bit about uh, how to grow closer to the Lord through music and through like things that draw us closer. Uh -huh. And I mentioned your new album and I mentioned our podcast. Nice. And uh, yeah, so for some people, it's pretty easy to find stuff on on the phone uh and other people have a little struggle a little hard at times so she couldn't remember the name of the podcast but she gave me her phone and i typed it in so we, we have one new subscriber 
at least from Denver right. is uh, Jeanette Vigil. So Sweet. very grateful for her. I hope she's tuning in. Thank you, Jeanette. Getting some uh, getting some spiritual uplift from the Brother Hut. That's right. That's it. The Brother Hut. That's right. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have a great, fantastic, amazing day. Um, we'll catch you next time. This best is best day ever. Best day ever. That's right. Oh, you gotta say it, bro. I didn't hear you think it though. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the brother. Hut. We're checking out. We'll see you next week. God bless. God bless.